podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. All right, all right. Breaking news live show. We're going to let all the boneheads get their say in tonight. Um, I will publish this episode immediately. I will get all of my uh, thoughts out there in a full show that will drop Monday morning. So if you're listening to this tonight morning, I'll have a full show where it's just me. This is mainly going to be for the boneheads, for uh, everyone, all the fans to get their voices heard on this hire that has become official. Um, Like I said, I will be doing a full show um, to drop in its usual Monday place. But since we are going to publish this, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, it is athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Uh, guys, I mean, you, you got the tang, but to go with the tang, you need the athletic greens. You need that delicious stuff to get your morning going, all your vitamins, all your minerals, all your superfoods. Go to athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. And then for our live show, because we will continue to go live on ColorCast all spring long, I can't tell you when we're going to do it. We will do it the evening after Tang has his introductory press conference. So I anticipate that being Tuesday. I anticipate it being Tuesday. In theory, since it got announced Sunday night, it could be Monday. I'm anticipating Tuesday, but whatever the night is of his introductory press conference, we will go live on ColorCast as well. But like I said, tonight is the night for the Boneheads to get your thoughts. I'm going to publish this uh, Sunday evening, and then I'm going to turn around. I'm going to have a show Monday morning that is going to be uh, just me getting my thoughts out there on the hire. Everyone who is currently here in the uh, stage, um, just uh, request to hop up on stage and we'll get you up here. Um, uh, I, I anticipate this will be a big group. Um, if we get a full stage, we'll rotate people in and out. Um, but just request if you want up there. I'll probably uh, say that a couple more times, but I'm going to just start getting to the folks. Um, it's going to be pretty unscripted. I'm going to let you guys uh, take care of it. And uh, once we hear everyone up on stage, uh, we'll, we'll continue to get more and more on here. I'm going to start with the man, the myth, the legend. That is Jimmy Goheen. Jimmy, uh, it's official. You and I have been, I, I think probably, and it's not like we don't always talk, but we have chatted quite a bit over the last uh, nine days. Um, I'm going to miss the frequency of which we talk. But, uh, you know, it's Tang. It, 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 we got the John Rothstein tweet. 
um, everything that I had heard, I, I was telling you this morning that I thought it was going to be him uh, announcement tonight or Monday with a presser on Tuesday. Turns out that I knew a little bit of something, uh, but just give me your reaction. Well, he was, he was definitely one of my top choices. Um, you know, Brad, we can, we don't need to talk about Brad anymore, but he was clearly the top one, I think for almost all of K-State nation, but, uh, Tang was very up there for me from the beginning. I think he checks a lot of boxes. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of his interviews and podcasts and stuff he's been on uh, the last couple of days, and he's he's a good good guy, well-spoken guy. He's going to be um, a guy that brings a lot of positive energy to the program, energetic guy, and uh, good ties to recruiting, good ties to uh, the state of Texas and even Kansas, good ties to uh, Sunrise Christian School in Wichita, which always develops uh, Division One recruits. So. I couldn't be more happy. I'm excited for the future of K-State basketball, and I think we got a good one. Yeah, I'm pumped. I, I, I'm also uh, – well, actually, no. I'm, I'm going to keep all my thoughts for uh, my own show. This is for you guys tonight. I'm going to Cole in Texas now. Uh, Texas Cole, the Texan. Um, you're right down there in tank country. Um, just walk me through your emotions. I, I assume uh, you're happy, but just give me your thoughts. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. Um, I'm just kind of glad it's finally coming to an end, I guess. It's been kind of crazy, it seems like, the last few days especially. But I'm super excited. You know, we got one of our top two candidates. I think I think I just think it's a really great hire. Just even, you know, you've seen some of those verified Twitter accounts go off already and say how Tang was the guy, you know, to go out and get this offseason. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, uh, the blue checks love this hire. I think the coaching community loves this hire. Um, you know, I, I think there probably will be some people disappointed, but I, I'm currently over the moon and, and I'm glad to hear you are too. We're going to go to my guy, Hayes. Hayes, I, I, are you, are you going to be a student next year or is this your final? I, yeah, I'll be a senior next year. Okay. So we, we got a student perspective in the house. Uh, what, what's your initial reaction? Are you going to like chest paint Tang Gang on your chest for the opener next year? Uh, walk me through your emotions and feelings. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Um, I'm pumped. Uh, I mean, I think kind of like everyone else, Brad from the start, I didn't know the Jerome Tang name yet, but just from reading about everything and um, I mean, Brad's tournament success, even when he did this week, how much money he wanted. I didn't want to be handcuffed to one coach. Um, I'm super excited. I don't think this really could have gone any better. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't want to pay $5 million to a basketball coach. Um, I love Jerome Tang. He's been with the whole thing, the whole rebuild. Um, one of the higher regarded assistants in the country, and apparently he picked us over some other high-quality jobs, and that makes me even more excited. So, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, there's some assumption on some of those jobs. And and again, before I hit record on the show, I'm going to publish Monday. Um, You know, I'll I'll record that tonight. I'm going to try to get some confirmation on a few things. But um, this is a guy who has waited his turn. He was selective with the jobs uh, and he chose us. And and I think that really says something about uh, 
uh, how he views the K-State program. We're going to uh, Mike Murray, Mike in Kansas. Mike, give me, uh, give me your thoughts on this. It, it is officially here. Uh, it was the real John Rothstein. It wasn't, uh, you know, the fake one. So just walk me through your thoughts. Well, I'm here to, to represent the uninformed masses that, that did not follow this process closely enough. And uh, I know nothing about this guy, and I'm stoked. Go Cats. I'm, I'm having fun, and I'm looking forward to what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was, I was typing in the, uh, in the chat. Um, for anyone who, who who is similar to Mike in, in, in the state that he is uh, currently in about uh, not knowing much about it, again, uh, Jerome Tang, he's been there since the start with Scott Drew, the associate head coach, um, being credited with a lot of the defensive uh, evolution uh, for um, Scott Drew, especially away from their zone era into the no uh, middle uh, man defense. Uh, He's 55 years old. Uh, I think he didn't graduate uh, college actually until super late in his life. Uh, I, I would actually highly encourage everyone, and, and I might uh, I might tweet it out, or it's easy to find on YouTube. He has a 30 to 40 minute mock interview out there uh, where he really talks about what drives him as a coach, his his philosophies, and just him as a man. After I watched that, I became so uh, intrigued with them and basically went all in on the Tang Gang. So, um, you know, that, that's a quick little uh, download on him. We'll go to Greg next, Big House Greg. Um, just walk me through your emotions. You're, you're out there uh, in Manhattan. Um, you know, are, are you going to help Hayes uh, chest paint Tang Gang? Um. Probably not. I don't think I'll be around next year, but I do think that um, Tang is probably the guy. I mean, frankly, I think Gene did his due diligence by looking around. I mean, I wasn't really high on Brad Underwood, frankly, because we didn't get him last go around, I guess, you know, whenever Curry was around and whatnot. Um, I just don't think that he was ever going to be coming to Manhattan. Um, and like Jimmy said, we can stop talking about him uh, finally because that's all we've heard all week in Manhattan and it's been kind of annoying. But um, I certainly think that Tang is uh, – I think he's going to be a really good hire. Um, I have been listening to some of the podcasts and stuff uh, kind of along the route because I didn't really know a whole lot about him and – where he was from and stuff, but it sounds like he's been pretty instrumental in a lot of the recruiting and stuff and getting transfers to come to Baylor here within the last year. And I'm interested to see what he'll be able to do in the transfer portal with his immediate impact with his recruiting ties. So. Yeah, that, that's another thing that again, Baylor has been the ideal, they, they've been the, the program to emulate when it comes to transfers and they were doing this even before the portal and the free transfer period. So I, I love having a little bit of that uh, coming to case as well, because for a quick turnaround, if we want to be dancing next year, and I, and I think we're going to be dancing next year, you're going to have to hit some home runs in the transfer portal. And then again, to get us back where we want to be and sustain us, the transfer portal is here to stay. And that's going to be a massive part of it. 
We're going to the good chef up in Ohio and everyone in the chat, make sure to give chef a belated birthday. Um, chef, uh, you know, what, what is it? What, what's, what's your emotions? Give me your thoughts. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm super ecstatic. A coach that has super, super knowledgeable experience. I mean, behind your guy, Coach Drew, I mean, everybody was shitting on Coach Drew. And then you backed him. Coach Tang was with him for 19 years as, I mean, I don't know how long he was an associate head coach. But, I mean, that's experience that you just can't get really anywhere as an assistant for that long. So, I mean, he's got experience. He's a uh, person of color, which I'm in love with. That's an element that I don't hear a lot of people talking about. I mean, Frank was a person of color, but I mean, it's just, it's just nice to see. Um, I'm just, I'm over the moon for this hire. Brad was a, Brad was the guy. We kind of all wanted them, but I mean, just more and more stuff leaked out about how the process was going with him and just Tang being kind of on everybody's board consistently there. And he fell right into our laps. It's going to be, I think, a, uh, a marriage made in heaven, really. And I think Greg just brought it up about his uh, his portal ability and his recruiting and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be instrumental with him having Big 12 ties and knowing the K-State team, ha- having seen them for so long, maybe – I mean, I, I don't think it's a – I think it's very – less than likely that Nigel leaves, but having Tang on board, knowing the player that he's getting, kind of keeping him in the fold and be like, you're the guy, this is your team, whatever, whatever. And I think it's, like you said, we're going to be dancing next year, and I think Tang's going to be the guy behind that. Yeah, I I think it is something that is worth saying. Um, you know, yes, Frank, Frank was Cuban. Um, and, and K-State, again, has been on the uh, progressive end when it comes to this type of stuff. And, and again, that's not to say that that had anything to do with it. But if you look at the demographics of college basketball, if you look at the society of what we're trying to wade through and how much, if you look back, you know, a, a couple or just last season, how much that was on the forefront and how front and center that was in the college basketball world. Jerome Tang, again, I, I'm, I'm referencing this a second time. He talked about in that mock interview that he participated in how much uh, a role that the university supporting athletes when they, when they see injustice out in the world and how much he wants to be a resource for those guys as they go through their journey spiritually, athletically, and out in the real world. I think he is the perfect coach for 2022. I, I think that, and this, I'm not trying to do a Brad thing, but I think the archetype of what people used to think a basketball coach or even a college coach of any kind really has gone out the window and there's a new modern coach. I think we've seen it with Coach Kleiman and his leadership, and I think Jerome Tang is really going to fit that. Uh, next, I'm going to Casey Wright. Um, he is one of my all-time favorite humans in the world. Welcome to the show, Casey wow. uh, just walk me through any emotions, any thoughts. What's your reaction to this hire getting? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie and backtrack. I wanted Brad. I think, like we said, everybody did. Um, I was always a little bit comfortable, uncomfortable with how much money we we're gonna have to spend. Like, are we gonna be able to pay assistance? But aside from that, 
I'm uh, thrilled. Very, very excited about this hat. Um, it checks a lot of boxes. It's also getting a lot. What I like is it's getting a lot of good national publicity. It's a hire that makes sense. Um, just, you know, he could possibly recruit the Texas ties. You guys have talked about a person of color. I love that. Um, I, I'm very excited. I'm like really, really excited. I could even like make talking points of why this is way better than what Brad Ander, Brad Underwood ever could have been. Um, it, there, there's no guarantee, but I just, I just think this makes so much sense for for a lot of reasons. So I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, and, and I'm not, and I'm not going to sit here and uh, bash Brad Underwood's quality as a head coach, even though I, I was doing some sweet 16 jokes on Twitter, because at the end of the day, you know, he, he has brought home two trophies to Illinois stuff that they haven't seen since Bruce Weber left. Um, I, I don't think he's a chump by any means, but there are a lot of things that Jerome Tang is going to bring to the table, bring to Manhattan that Brad Underwood wasn't. And one of those things, and we'll, I'll probably dive into it a little bit more for the full episode. Um, for folks listening, it's it's dropping Monday morning. I'm going to record this after we're done with the Spotify green room tonight. Um, it's going to bring financial flexibility. It's going to bring financial stability. It's going to allow Jerome Tang to grow into his contract and allow the athletic department to grow in and give him some of the things he needs and wants. Because at the end of the day, an $8 million buyout and a top 10 paid coach in college basketball you're not going to be able to add a couple things that I think Jerome Tang is going to want. He's coming from a program at Baylor that had a true director of basketball operations, a true director of player personnel. Some of these roles that K-State currently as constructed don't truly have. And I think it's going to be important to add those positions and allow Tang to develop this uh, structure in his coaching staff. And I don't think we were going to be able to give Brad that flexibility uh, if it would have gotten done and over the uh, goal line. We're going to go to Jeff next. Jeff, I know you were one of the folks who kind of was disinterested, a little uh, checked out the entire basketball season. And it, has, and it had to do with Bruce. Bruce is gone. Now we have a new hire, knows the Big 12. Where's your excitement level? How checked in are you going to be next October? Just walk me through your I'm super stoked. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. Um, you know, I was in, I don't know if I was checked out per se. I mean, you know, I have season tickets. I was going to games. Yeah, I, but I, I probably I phrased that wrong. I'm sorry for putting words. It's in all right. But I mean, you know, a month ago I was in the camp of, you know, Bruce needs to go, but who the heck are we going to get? And, you know, sitting here right now, I'm super excited. Couldn't be more excited. Um, and even, you know, I don't know if it was Jimmy who said it, but apparently, picked us over other teams, which makes me really excited because he knows who we have and what he can build a foundation on. And that gets me pumped up. And my ultimate hope is that this hurts Baylor somehow, because I hate Baylor. And I hope five years from now, we're all looking back and say it was Jerome Tang running Baylor and Scott Drew was just riding his coattails. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. And, and again, I, I don't like Baylor, the university, but it, I have a hard time trying to detract from the success that they have had as an athletic department, um, especially the basketball program since Scott Drew came in. 
I think it was the single greatest turnaround in college sports history. I know a lot of folks uh, try to, you know, compare it to the Bill Snyder thing. Um, you know, they, they ended up getting a national title. I know it's different sports. It's easier to rebuild basketball, but uh, they did a great job. And he's been there since the beginning. And I don't know if we're going to sit here in five years and say, oh, it was all Tang and uh, all that type of stuff. But I do think this is going to hurt Baylor. I, I think Tang did a lot of stuff for Scott Drew. Um, I think he did a lot of stuff, game planning. I, I think this is a massive hire. I do want to double back to something because it's a tweet that I pulled up from Matt Norlander. And he uh, he was talking about the hire. And he said, Tang has spent the last 19 seasons at Baylor under Scott Drew and has been considered among the best, if not the best, among all assistants in power conference basketball. Turned down other power conference offers to take this job this year, sources said, uh, turned down overtures in the past. So again, he chose us. This this is something that I, I again, I, I'm pretty sure Missouri was one of them. I, I'm sending out a couple texts to try to get some more confirmation on some of the other hires or folks that wanted to hire him. This was a guy who was in demand, who knew exactly what was at K-State. And, and truth be told, he waited because everyone knew we were we were giving our best shot at Brad. And he he took a risk, said, no, not not going to do Missouri. I'm hearing maybe Mississippi. I don't I don't know who the other schools were, but basically said, no, I'm willing to fight for my position because I think I belong at K-State. And that's massive. Um, lots of folks out here listening in. We have room up on stage if you want to pop up and give your thoughts. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to get a second kind of roundtable up to the folks who are up on stage. I'm going to go to Jimmy next. Jimmy, uh, you've seen the interviews. You know what type of staff he wants to assemble. Uh, if you were going to, if, if he calls you up and says, hey, this is Coach Tang. Jimmy, you're my guy. Uh, what, what do you want me to do with my staff? What would you like to see on the staff? What, what is something you would tell him? I would, I'd like, you know, some of the, the ideas he had in his interviews were really good. He wants uh, someone who's been a head coach since he hasn't been a head coach, um, preferably with some experience as a head coach. Um, he talked about knowing what to say in the interviews, knowing what to, in, before the media, knowing um, uh, how to handle good times and bad as uh, leading a program, all that kind of stuff. So that'd be number one. And I don't know, you don't even necessarily have to have that guy be one of the three full-time staff members. He could be a behind-the-scenes guy, I think, which which may be the case. Um, one of the guys from, from Baylor, um, Alvin Brooks or John Jacobs, both are, are really good names. I don't know if we can pull either one of them, um, but one of those would be good. I want to keep, I, I'm hopeful that he keeps Shane on staff. Um, and then any other young coach he, he, he might be connected to. There's, you know, several, like you said, Baylor has a full, full staff. So there's going to be some other possibilities of guys at Baylor that aren't, um, aren't on the, the top three. Uh, the totem pole as far as assistance go. So, so something like that. I think he mentioned that he wants an offensive guy since he's been more of a defensive guy at Baylor and he's, you know, kind of, he leads uh, kind of the defensive coordinator, if you will, kind of like Mark Adams was uh, for, for Chris Beard in a way. So that's a good sign as well. So that those would be kind of the things that I would point to and look forward to um, and, and want him to have on his staff. I love it. Thanks, Jimmy. Cole, uh, what about you? Um, are, are you going to 
uh, be worried at all if he's the lone person coming over from Baylor? Are you going to uh, get, get uh, upset if Shane isn't re- retained? What would you like to see on the next staff? Um, I wouldn't necessarily be worried. Um, I think it'd be an extra add perk if he's able to bring, you know, a coach or two from Baylor. But I think, you know, he's been coaching for so long. He probably has plenty of connections to, and knows plenty of people to make the right hires um, for us as his assistants. I think Jimmy kind of summed it up perfectly with what he said. Um, hopefully he can bring an assistant coach who can develop bigs. Um, I think that'd be that would be huge, help us out a lot. Um, but other than that, I think, like I said, Jing, I think you kind of summed it up really well. I like it. Hayes, and, and, and what will kind of evolve uh, past this um, to, to expand it a little bit, if we're all just going to defer to Jimmy, because again, Jimmy's the smartest human I know. Uh, but w- what sort of style would you would you like to see? I know a lot of folks towards the end really got uh, upset with the pace of play with Bruce, um, defensive-minded, uh, a lot of anxiety surrounding the offense. What, what would you like to see this team look like next year and then the years to come? Hayes, yep. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize you were asking me a question. No, you're, you're fine. I was talking a lot, and uh, I, I thought I said your name, but, you know, I'm not perfect <laughs> despite what I try to ask. Well, I'll just – I didn't. I kind of tuned out because I was watching this tight game, but I just had a different point. Um, if that's all right, I was thinking about the uh, Thomas Gibson interview um, on Collins' podcast, and there may be nothing here, but um, he mentioned at one point how everyone on the team was going to leave if Brad became the coach. Uh, I don't know if that's like a real thing and if that sentiment's kept along, but it's it's got to make me wonder if. Uh, hiring Jerome gives us a better chance of keeping this team together because I think this team has a lot of potential um, and should be a tournament team every year. Um, so I just I wonder if not having Brad is really going to help us out in that manner and we can just move on without really a huge hiccup. So I'll I'll say this, and again, I'm not going to not going to run down Brad as a coach. You know, I th- like I said earlier, I think there's different archetypes, and I think Brad's archetype is uh, going to become less and less uh, prevalent in college basketball. But I don't think if he came in, we were going to lose the entire team. I I think I don't I don't think him and Shane are necessarily on the best terms. So I think I don't I don't think Shane would have even been an option to stick around if it was Brad, but at the end of the day, while there are pieces on this team, I didn't want to make a hire specifically to keep guys around. I want I want this team to be the next coaches. I, and if if Tang comes in and decides he wants to run off a bunch of guys, like that's not ideal. It's not something I would like to see him do. There is some dead weight that needs to be cut. This team needs to improve, and I don't think just uh, snapping your finger and bringing in a new coach is going to instantly make this team you know, a six seed next year, which is what I want us to be. So uh, I, I want him to have the flexibility to do what he feels he needs to with the roster. But I do think that his style of coaching um, is the way of the future. We'll go to Chef next. Chef, uh, whether it's style, whether it's uh, coaching staff, just anything, what what do you want to see uh, next steps from uh, Tang once he's uh, in Manhattan? Yeah, like Jimmy said, I mean, I said it in the chat as well. I mean, 
bringing back um, Brooks because um, he has has history with K-State um, would be a great look. Um, like Jimmy said, also with him being a defensive mind, bringing in somebody offensive would probably be the best move. Um, if I mean, we have a team right now guard guard wise with with Nigel and Marquise. I mean, we're smaller than the Baylor guards, but they run the similar kind of they both can put it on the deck and they can move around a lot. Um, similar to how Baylor does it. Um, we need to get more athletic in our forwards and our centers. Um, so if we lose Selton or we lose um, Luke or Davey, it doesn't matter to me. I think keeping Nigel is really the key. Um, and Marquise is kind of the key to the team. Um, but um, the style, I mean, it's just, it's really just getting out of the pace of play and letting our athletes be athletes and, if we have to run and gun, I mean, we have the best shooter in the Big 12. Marquise can throw it from half court. So um, whoever he brings in, really because we brought it, we talked about it earlier, with his portal uh, ability and he can flip a team, I think that's going to be essential. But um, having having his staff put together – um, I don't know how quick that takes because we talked about how long the coaching search takes. Um, getting a team together where he can his his staff together where he can start recruiting and getting his guys in here, whether that's now or three years from now or whatever. Um, getting them out on the recruiting trail and getting his team, not just Bruce's team, and like you said, with a snap of finger, just flipping this into a six seed, which I don't I don't think is possible because we have to run off some guys like Selton, like maybe Luke, who are limited in their game. Um, but keeping Shane, I think, from this staff is really the only person that I would kind of want to see because he he does show the initiative that he wants to recruit, and he is a case stater. So that would be my two cents on what Tang could do to bring in and and make him make this his team, but keeping some case state with him. Yeah, I, I, I think I think Shane is a real option. Um, I and until the text I just got, I didn't really I didn't think Alvin Brooks would maybe be an option. Um, but I I just got a text that makes it seem like he's at least in play. So I, I think that it, I think if if Tang wants Shane and if Alvin Brooks is willing to come, I think all of a sudden you have two of your three assistant coaches pretty quick. And then the search for the next guy and then your support staff building out that staff, that might happen over the course of a week or two. But, you know, if, if you get if you get the yes from AB3, if, if you want Shane, I think you could have both of them inked by Wednesday or Thursday and be hitting the ground running. Um, we'll go to KC. Um Just a- anything. What what do you want to see? What are the next steps? Do you want or do you want a specific style of play? Do you want specific assistant coaches? Just what, what do you want to see in the next step? Uh, the next staff, the next style of play, I don't know enough about the X's and the O's to have an opinion there. So whatever gets us wins, that's, it's all good with me. Breaking news, uh, Marquise Noel likes John Rothstein's tweet about the hire. 
So I don't know that he has an option to transfer because he already used that. But, hey, maybe that's a good sign that he'll want to stick around. I hope he keeps Nigel. Um, and I don't really have a wish to see a bunch of players transfer, like, well, on a clean house or anything like that. I, I don't think I'm there. Um, but I'm also okay with seeing some new faces next year. So, yeah, um, that's it. I, I, I mean, fat, I, I think higher score, everybody wants higher scoring uh, because it's more fun to watch. But, and, you know, not at the expense of bad defense necessarily. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I hear you. And I don't, I don't think we're going to have to worry about um, bad defense. I, I, I don't think that's going to be a worry. Um, and again, I, I don't want to sound brash when talking about, uh, you know, the livelihoods and the careers of some of these players. I, I, I think even the natural average uh, attrition at a college basketball program, it's a handful of guys uh, nowadays. So um, again, I, I agree with you. I, I don't want them to come in and just be putting pink slips in people's lockers. I, I, I'm not rooting for that, but I, I do want to see what he can do in the portal. We'll go to Jeff next. Jeff, uh, are there assistant coaches? Is there styles? Just anything you want to see the next steps? Oh, no, I just want him to run it the way he wants to run it. I think it'd be good if he kept Shane because I like Shane. That was probably the saddest thing I thought about, you know, when we were getting rid of Bruce is he was probably going to leave. But, you know, if he wants to, great. If he doesn't, that's his prerogative. But what I'm really hoping is he gets a coach who can can really spark Bradford because I still see potential in him. I still think he can be a a good to great player for us. And I would hate to give up on him um, after this year so. That would be my biggest wish is maybe some fresh voices in Bradford's ear really spark him. And I think he could really take a big jump next year under this uh, new coaching staff. Yeah, I'm not willing. There isn't a individual player I'm willing to give up on. I I just do know that I want to see some new blood because I'm energized. Uh, like I said, six-seater bust. Um, that's going to be my official hashtag through the spring. We're going to go to Devin next. Devin, um, you, you haven't gotten a chance to speak on this at all, so just give me any initial reactions on Tang, anything you want to see staff, just really anything you want. Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, I, I was stoked. I It literally got announced the second I got off work, which was nice because I was scrolling all day, not getting anything done. Um, I think – the only thing I'm curious about, because I watched that mock interview, is he talked a lot about building Baylor up and the time it took. So I wonder, you know, if we're going to go next year, go try to win as much as we can, use Nigel Pack while we still have him and try to make it to March, or if they're going to give him a leash and say, hey, you got a couple years to to build something. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out more in the in the press conference whenever that is. But either way, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm just curious to see what the what the approach is there. Yeah, so I, I do recall that, and uh, basically he talked about how when, when Scott Drew and, uh, you know, Jerome Tang showed up at Baylor, they said, hey, look, just don't, you have, I think he might have even said 10 years, just don't get in trouble, because, again, they were facing down insane sanctions, uh, they were coming off, literally, I, I would say one of, if not the worst scandals in college sports history it's funny how two of those things happened at Baylor uh, but I I'm, I'm just going to move on from that um, but he and, and as much as some folks are down on 
what this team was and where the program currently sits, it is night and day over an entire year different and in a better place than when he came in to Baylor, when Drew and uh, Tang came to Baylor. So I don't think we need to sit here and say, oh, he has three years before he makes the tournament before, you know, we're, we're calling this a bad hire. No, especially in college basketball, the way it is, um, if you do things the right way, you can turn it around very quick. And again, I'm not going to be calling for him to be fired if they go, you know, 17 and 15 next year. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Definitely not going to do that. But I, I think it's fair to expect uh, this team is going to be in postseason play next year and have some energy around it. Because I think the worst thing fans can do is sit on our hands and say, oh, you know, it's a rebuild. Oh, it's going to it's gonna be three years before we're back in the tournament. No, let, let's get behind this. Let's have a little swagger and say, no, we're dancing next year. So that, that's that's my uh, point of view. Scott, Chef, I, Scott to ahead. that point that you were saying about the fans not sitting on our hands and stuff, but, I mean, the fans are so fickle. I mean, Bruce wins a Big 12 title. And then it's I, – I hate to bring Bruce back into this because we've got Jerome and who cares about Bruce at this point. But, I mean, it's just with the fans, you have success and then you don't have success and it's all a 180 turn. How do we yeah. – how can you expect the fans to be 100% behind a guy if we don't win immediately? And Because I just know – I just know our fan base, every time if you don't see success – they're going to – the mutiny starts so quick. I mean, the standard at K-State seems like it should be national championship the way we, we run things, on Twitter at least. I know Twitter isn't the real world, but goddamn, I mean, to make it seem like we, we should be blue bloods all the time. Well, here, here's my thing on that, Chef, and I think, I think there's some validity there. The, in the tw- Twitter era – of K-State sports in the Twitter era, there have been three coaches hired. Um, and, and even, and honestly, it's, it's closer to two. Uh, Bill came in, I, I think Bill, when he came back, Twitter was just starting to pop off. And of course, we we're getting rid of a villain and a sociopath and Ron Prince, and we were bringing back a legend. So there wasn't going to be much pushback there. And even then towards the end, even when things were decreasing, the fans were still for the most part behind them. Then you had Bruce taking over for a fan favorite. And I understand there were some folks who didn't like Frank, but if you look, if you're purely saying Twitter, which is the little sphere that a lot of us uh, have a lot of uh, time in, uh, Frank was an all-time favorite. So you're replacing him with a guy no one wanted, replacing a fan favorite, and of course, there's going to be more pushback. The reason why I have more confidence that this will not be the case is because Tang, first off, he's not going to bomb the introductory press conference. And, you know, Bruce had that, you know, funny, funny dad energy. Uh, and again, I, I'm not going to bash, bash Bruce, but Jerome has charisma. Javon, or Jerome ha- is just a different energy. And I think he's going to kill that opening press conference. And I think fans are going to be behind him. Now, what will reaction be? There's going to be some folks saying, oh, he's never been a head coach. We never should have hired him right now. And it's going to happen if you have a two or three game losing streak uh, in December. It's going to happen. But I do believe in the fans to bring the energy to 
say, hey, you know, we're going to be back dancing next year, but then also not completely make clowns out of ourselves as a whole uh, if he doesn't. And again, maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my, my mouth, uh, but I, I'm hopeful for the reaction to this and to how everyone's going to uh, take in the next season. Um, we're getting uh, kind of towards, we're at the 40 minute mark. If anyone wants to hop up on stage to get uh, your voice heard, um, please do. Um, but I'm going to record the full Monday episode after we get off here. Um, just a final shout out to our sponsors, athleticgreens.com slash sports drink for five free travel packs and a full year supply of vitamin D droplets and color cast. Uh, I will announce when the color cast will be whenever we figure out when the introductory press conference is. Um, it, it, I, I, I want to do it that night so we can get everyone to react to that. So either Tuesday, I guess in theory it could be Monday, but whenever that is, I'll, I'll pimp it out on Twitter. Um, and I'm going to try to drop a show a week again this week. So if it's later in the week, you guys will hear me talk about it. Um, it'll just be final word on the hire. Just get anything uh, you, you still want to say about Jerome out there into the ether. Uh, we'll stay in the same order. We'll go Jimmy, then Cole, Hayes, Andre, Casey, and Jeff. If anyone wants to hop up and get their say before we call it a night, please do so now. So, Jimmy, just any final words on the Jerome Tang hire? Um, I'd just say get excited, get behind the hire. Um, go on YouTube, find interviews and podcasts and, and things that he's been on. And let's just get behind him. Let's let's not be a divided fan base. Uh, I think the more people get to know uh, Coach Tang, the more they'll like him um, just from, from what, was, what is out there right now. And then um, let's enjoy uh, the Tang era starting next year. Yes, we'll go to Colton. Um, yeah, so uh, just be excited. Let's all have fun with it. Cheer on Tang and the Cats and uh, go buy yourself some Tang and cheers. Yeah, you know, I might have to get on Amazon, see if I can uh, ship some Tang to my house. We'll go to Hayes next. Hayes, any final words? Yeah, I think like everyone, I was uh, Brad at the start, but probably about four days ago, I completely switched. Not that I would have been upset with Brad. But Jerome is our guy, and I really couldn't be any happier. Um, and just with how everyone's talking, he sounds a lot like Mark Adams. So I'm looking forward. For sure, we'll go to the good show. Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to say the same things. But I I think we as a fan base, like, like fans said, we need to back them. But we also need to get on Twitter. And we need to bash Twitter for not verifying this guy. He's our guy now. Let's get him verified. Let's get him that check mark. And, you know, Tang Gang, baby, Tang Gang. I, I'm right there with you. Let, let's all bully Twitter into giving him his blue check. Uh, KC, final final thought. You know, I've been, I've been a bit of a negative asshole the last 10 years, uh, quite a bit of the time. Um, but I'm turning a page. I'm saying, everybody, let's, let's back Tang. I, it's not going to be instant, I don't think. Let's give him some time to get his program up and running. Um, and let's, yeah, maybe a little more positivity over the next decade and hand up. I, I will be the first to admit I, I should work on that as well. So, Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm not going to uh, throw stones, although I kind of have, uh, especially the last three years, but whatever, you know, Tang Gang. 
Jeff, uh, I, looks like you're going to have the final word. Uh, just a, anything you want to get out there into the ether uh, before we call it a night. Yeah, just echo Casey's thoughts right there. Let's just get past these. Let's wash the 10 years off that we've all gone through. Start fresh. Get to the stadium. I'm already, you know, it already, it already feels like it's so far away. We're here sitting here in the middle of March, and we got to wait all the way till to the beginning of November before we can get back to the Bram again. But, um, yeah, give them a chance. Get excited. Let's, you know, it's more fun being excited about something than pissing and moaning about trying to fire someone and arguing left and right about it. So let's enjoy this and get together as a fan base and, and get on the, the tank. I love it. I love it. Um, I, I see Hayes. I, I see Hayes uh, putting in the chat. I think any students who are listening to this again, I'm going to drop this Sunday night. I hope I hope uh, folks go back and listen to it as well uh, Monday morning uh, after, and I'll make mine uh, a quicker show just to get my thoughts out there. Any students listening, iCat goes on sale tomorrow morning. Um, so you know, bring the doom back. Let's get the doom back. Let's let's and, and hell, let, let's make Bill Snyder Family Stadium a rocking place as well. So, um, thanks for pointing that out, Hayes. Um, you know, if you know students, let them know. And, and you know what? No, hey, maybe maybe throw them an extra five or ten bucks to help pay for them. I don't know. I just I, I'm excited, folks. I'm gonna now record probably incoherent podcast for about thirty five minutes. Um, but I love you guys. Thank you for hopping on everyone who participated up on stage. Thank you to everyone who just listened in uh, to all everyone listening in the RSS feed. We love you. Hashtag Tang Gang. And I promise Grant is always going to be at the cat head. Please go find him. Tang Gang. Hail to the to the white wild cat in spirit wild cat in fight hail alma mater from sea to sea
Podcast Network.